Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hello, everybody. I am really inspired to talk about this topic today. I've been hearing a lot about it recently from a lot of my clients, and I too have been in this position before. So I just thought I would just talk about this topic today and get your thoughts on it too. I'm really curious about yours. Um, but if I'm being honest, I used to struggle with the concept that we shouldn't care what others think or say about us. It really has been a tough one to resonate as believable and achievable for me. I mean, generally speaking, in the high view version, it seems totally logical and I'm totally on board with it, but it's to me in concept. Where it used to become more challenging and what I hear from my clients now is that when it's someone they highly respect and value in their life, all bets are off. That's a level of it that seems impossible. We're not talking about a kid on a playground who called you stupid. We're talking about maybe your highly respected and accomplished boss who ensures your long-term career path. Or maybe it's your spouse who you totally want acceptance and approval and their love. It could be your parents. You want to make them proud. Or your kids who you've been the example and the hero for all your lives. And it may even be your customers or your clients. Maybe you see them as determining your value and success. Or maybe it's just someone else influential in your life who holds a position that you respect and admire. So maybe this approach will help as you consider this for yourself. There's a very careful and easily overlooked distinction that makes us makes just all the difference here. The world tries to tell us from the time we are children that it doesn't matter what others think about us, that we shouldn't care what others think, that it doesn't matter. Or maybe it's as simple as I don't want the negative energy around me or choosing not to give any time or energy to someone else's toxic attitude. We can translate the basic concept and messaging into a variety of different approaches. And this is the language that has been and continues to be used throughout our world right now, from the memes and affirmations we read on our social media reels, through so many other areas and aspects of our world. We've probably found ourselves saying these words to our children or to our spouse or to our teams or the peers at work. But I wanna challenge that. I wanna suggest something different. And so let's try caring more about what others think and their opinions and their perspectives. Does that sound completely crazy or maybe even wrong to you? Here's why, here's the big reason. Just come with me on this. Because the big risk, the error, it doesn't come from listening. It doesn't come from respecting and caring about the other opinions. The risk, the error, is when we decide to believe what they think and their opinions about us or the world and to allow it to become what we think about ourselves too. When we allow the opinion, thought, or belief they have to affect how we see ourselves, that's where we've created the problem. That's where we've taken the wrong turn. We easily mistake the messages we're receiving from the world. The truth is, it's not only perfectly okay, it's highly encouraged, by the way, to respect and value another person's opinion of you or 
people or other things, to care what they think about you and their world. This helps us understand them and the world better. This creates connection and intimacy between you and it opens the lines of communication. They're a valid person who has valid views and beliefs too, just like you. The error is not the listening or the respecting or the caring and understanding. The error is when we decide to believe what they think about us to become what we think about us too. Allowing someone else to determine our value, our worth, our integrity, that's the error. Whether it's good or bad, high or low, only we get to do that for ourselves and for our views of the rest of the world. When we allow others to decide our truths for us, we become more disconnected from each other because the result is we become more disconnected from ourselves, our own truth, our authentic beliefs, our values, and our opinions. Becoming more disconnected from ourselves and others causes us to become angry and hurt and resentful. It sends us into a protective place where we believe we are just somehow at risk and that just being exposed to another opinion will cause us harm or pain. But gaining feedback and obtaining information that's different than yours, hearing something we don't want to hear will not cause us pain. Deciding that it might have merit, that there could be value within it or areas of opportunity to expand your mind and grow in a new or different direction, these things don't cause pain either. And we can choose that or not choose that. We get to be in control of that. What causes us pain is when we beat ourselves up afterward, deciding it must be true. Believing that it redefined who we are, what we believe about ourselves or the world is what feels awful. But we're stronger than that. Some try to avoid feeling that pain, so they create their defensive plan to avoid feeling the pain. They begin resisting so hard in an effort to guard their doors. And not only is it really hard work to do that, but it creates walls and bolted down doors with all of those around you. Here's the thing. It is possible to respect their opinion and view and care about it, be curious and interested about it, and not agree with it and decide to think and believe something different. That's what courage is. That's what strength is. And it's also compassion and authenticity. When somebody questions your value and your worth or integrity, allowing that to determine what you believe about you is the ultimate disrespect of yourself. This devalues what is true for you. And the same is true when others are complimenting you for your value, placing you on a high pedestal. Yeah, I mean, I know it feels good. But why did they need to be the one to tell you that you're valuable? To give you the compliments. Why didn't you believe it before? Why is your opinion of your value not higher than their opinion of your value? Validation is one thing. Knowing you've been recognized can be very nice, but not having it doesn't mean anything at all about you either. And I want you to see what we create when we do this. Now we've created a dynamic for ourselves in our minds that becomes dependent on their next compliment, on the next accolade of pride from them in order to maintain the worth we've let them create for ourselves, our value. What happens if they stop? 
What if they change their mind one day or just keep forgetting to tell you or just have a bad day or week or month? Does that mean you've lost value? Is your value and worth determined by others on a day-to-day -day basis? And importantly, is it fair to require that level of responsibility from someone else to keep us and our level of self-worth high? Let me suggest to you that this is not the definition of self-worth self -worth at all. It's exactly the opposite. Now we can respect them and appreciate them and care about what they believe and see and think about the world. Absolutely, yes to all of that. We need so much more of this with each other. Not only are we not doing it enough, we are teaching each other and our children in our workplaces that we shouldn't. So let's do it more and more. And let's decide what you believe, how much you are going to choose to value you. What is your worth according to you? They have their own lovely, valid opinion. They're entitled to it, just like you are. We all get to have one. And while it might be different, it is no more or less valuable than yours. And just because someone thinks it doesn't make it true. We get to choose between disrespect or respect, between not caring what they think and caring very much about what they think and understand how and what they think, between being angry and resentful or being kind. We can be disconnected with people or we can connect with people more. We can alienate and be alienated or we can be understanding and be understood by others. Because don't you want to listen to people who want to hear what you have to say and are willing to listen? We all feel that way. We can limit our relationships with walls and bolted down doors or we can love each other deeper and create stronger bonds and stronger relationships. We get to choose here. The choice for how to feel and how to create the result around you that you want is yours. Respect, kindness, caring, all create connection. We can't go wrong by making this choice for ourselves, for them, for the world around us. We can be the example of it. We can inspire others to see this value too by modeling it. Let me ask you, what would change in your life if you did? What would change in the world if you did? Because changing you changes all of those other things. Isn't that crazy? The impact that you have in changing your approach to others will automatically change the way they respond to you. And if you would like to spend some more time on how you are showing up as a people pleaser, getting very upset about what others think, or becoming really dependent on others to give you the validation for what you already know to be true deep inside of you, that is the work that we are doing each and every month at the Strive Coaching Studio membership. I strongly encourage you to check us out. Joining us each month and working on these problems and tackling these concepts are what will change your life. I look forward to having you. I hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening. For more great tips, visit us on strivecoachingstudio.com. 